Brother Azzalini. Let's give him a hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Surely the Lord is doing great things in this hour. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you'd stand with me this morning for the reading of the word, I'm going to be going to the book of 2 Kings, chapter 2. 2 Kings, chapter 2. And we'll begin reading with verse 6. 2 Kings, chapter 2. Begin reading with verse 6. Appreciate all the testimonies that I heard this morning all the wonderful things that God is doing you know it's easy in this hour to be distracted by everything that's going on around us and not pay attention to what God is doing but I appreciate it when people highlight and draw attention to what the Lord is doing in this hour because God has not fallen idle in 2020 but God has been moving God has been working God has been speaking and I believe that God is going to move in this service here this morning. If you believe that, say amen. Second Kings chapter 2, beginning with verse 6. We're going to read down through verse 14 this morning. And Elijah said unto him, Terry, I pray thee here, for the Lord hath sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood to view afar off, and they too stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters, and they were divided hither and thither, so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee, but if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass, as they still went on and talked, that, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, and parted them both asunder, and Elijah went up, by a whirlwind into heaven and Elisha saw it and he cried my father my father the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof and he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces he took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan and he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither. And Elisha went over. Would you pray with me this morning before we're seated? Jesus, we love you. We're so thankful to be gathered together in your house this morning. Lord, I pray a fresh anointing upon me to preach your word to your people. Lord, let your spirit have free course in this room. Lord, give us ears to hear what the Spirit saith unto the church. I pray that you would pour out of yourself upon all flesh this morning, O oh God. Lord, that people would be healed, that people would be set free, that people would be delivered. Release the operation of the gift of faith in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. 
So good to be with you. Give honor to your pastor and his family. Love and appreciate them so much. My, my pastor, Pastor Stark, texted me this morning, uh, asked me to greet them and all of you. He sends his love. He loves and appreciates the Shostrand family so much. And we are honored to be here. So glad to have my wife and family with me. It's rare that all five of us get to go somewhere together, but it's great to have them with me, and it's great to have all of you here this morning. Amen? Amen. Amen. I want to preach to you with the help of the Lord today, God of the whirlwind. God of the whirlwind. A whirlwind is a confused rush, a torrent of movement or a destructive force of energy. It causes chaos to ensue in the environment where it manifests itself. It, it causes debris to get thrown around and, and things that were stable to be displaced. And when I think of that word whirlwind, I think of 2020. 2020 has been a whirlwind of activity, a whirlwind of uh, in, in a way that we, or at least I, have never seen before. Things that I felt were stable seem to have been shaken this year. Things that I had never questioned in the past seem to have been moved this year. And, and everything solid, everything that I used to lean on, suddenly this year got called into question and became something that I wasn't as sure about save Jesus. Save Jesus. I noticed through the month of November uh, that I just, I felt myself depleted. Anybody feel depleted at all this year? <laughs> well, I thought I'd get a stronger amen on that one. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. You're too tired to say amen. I get it. Your silence is the amen today. I felt myself just worn out. Life, the whirlwind of things that we have dealt with this year. And even as I was traveling and preaching, uh, I just felt myself having to dig deeper Sunday after Sunday. I had to dig deeper to stir up that faith, to stir up that gift. And, and I had to work harder than I had ever had to work before for that energy. It wasn't like as easily accessible as it had been in the past. It took a tremendous amount of energy to access that. And when Thanksgiving was over, I was... Uh, reading uh, a book. I try to always be reading a book, and I, there's a book that I reread every year. It's called The Slight Edge, and it just talks about the power of habits in your life and establishing good habits in your life. And one of the things it talked about in this book was happiness and how happiness is a bridge to success. And, and, and it began to talk about uh, things that happy people have in common, and it began to talk about thanksgiving and thankfulness. And one of the habits that happy people have developed is writing down or highlighting things that they are thankful for, things that they're thankful for. So on December 1st, I began to write down every morning three things that I'm thankful for every day. And I didn't really intend to 
none of this is in my notes today, but I'm just following the leading of the Holy Ghost. I feel like God is going to encourage and uplift some people here today. Before you leave, you have felt discouraged. You have felt depleted. And I believe that God is going to uphold you and uplift you before you leave here today. Amen. I began to write down three things that I was thankful for every day. And by day four, on day four, I, I, I won't forget it. I woke up. And before my eyes opened and before my feet hit the floor, I had thankfulness in my heart. And I began to think about, even before I opened my eyes, things that I was thankful for that day. And as I reviewed the things that I had been writing down, I began to review the things that I was thankful for. There was something that stood out to me. There was something that I noticed. The things that I had been writing down were not things. But they were characteristics of God. I wrote down one morning, I'm thankful for his mercy every day. I wrote down another day, I am thankful that God doesn't change no matter how often the seasons of life seem to change. I'm thankful that his love is consistent. I'm thankful that his word is immutable and unquestioned. I am thankful that God is faithful. I am thankful for the goodness of God. I began to notice something. I wasn't writing down things that I was thankful for in my life uh, but the thankfulness uh, that I felt every day and the thankfulness uh, that began to change my level of energy uh, was being drawn from a place uh, was being drawn from a well uh, that only God could produce uh, I got it mm, hallelujah uh, I feel faith in this building right now if you have felt depleted uh, if you have felt uh, like this year has just zapped you uh, and knocked you down uh, and knock the wind out of you. I want you to get your mind on Jesus this morning. Because Jesus has not changed. Because Jesus is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for the Lord this morning. Mm. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God. The faithful God. The faithful God. Which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him. And keep his commandments. That's us. He is the faithful God. To those that love him. And keep his commandments. I know you may have walked in here weary. And you may have walked in here tired. But you need to know that the faithful God is here today to minister to your needs. He knows everything you've dealt with and everything you've carried this year. And he's here today to minister to you right where you are. I'm so thankful for the faithfulness of God. I'm so thankful for the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's easy to forget about these things. And become distracted from these things. When seasons like the ones that we have dealt with this year. Bring such chaos into our life. Such real struggle. It's not imagined struggle. Some of us have dealt with some very real struggles this year. People have dealt with real losses this year. Hmm, hallelujah. I called my... 
Bishop, a couple weeks ago, a friend of mine had lost his pastor. His pastor passed away from out of state. He'd been battling COVID for a couple months. He'd been in the hospital on the ventilator. I think he was in for 50-something days. And he eventually passed away. And I talked to my friend on the phone, and he, found, he sounded just so dejected, so weary. And this is such a fun-loving guy, and just always full of faith, and always ready to laugh with you and fellowship with you. And he, did, he sounded so broken on the phone. And my mind immediately went to my bishop. Because my bishop, Bishop Stark, exudes strength and consistency and faithfulness. And one thing that I have noticed under his leadership, we've been there since 2004, 2005, is I have seen some of the greatest challenges come against him, come against his family, come against the church. And he has never wavered in his faith or his faithfulness to the Lord. It's always been a source of strength for me. And so after talking with my friend that day, I called him and I said, hey, my, my friend, this pastor, he lost his pastor to coronavirus. I said, I just feel like it would encourage him so much if you would call him. And I said, Bishop, before you call him, I just want you to know why. And I began to describe to him the same thing that I just described to you. I said, your faithfulness to the Lord has always been such a source of strength for me when storms have blown into my life. And he said, Vinny... He said, I can't help but be faithful to the Lord. He said, because the Lord has been so faithful to me. He said, all through my life, he said, no matter what happened, no matter what challenges our family was facing, no matter how great the need was or how desperate the loss was that we were suffering, he said, God has always been faithful. Ah, hallelujah. I've come to remind you of the faithfulness of God today. No matter what you have faced, no matter how real the loss, no matter how big the mountain, no matter how hard the struggle, God is faithful to his people. He loves you. He cares for you. His eye is on the sparrow. The enemy may have convinced you that what you were going through was insignificant. That it didn't matter. That God didn't care about your weariness. That God didn't care or wasn't paying attention day in and day out. But his eye is on the sparrow. He has seen every struggle. He's seen every morning when you've gotten out of bed feeling like the world was on your shoulders. He's been faithful to you and he's been faithful to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I believe what the Lord is looking for in his church right now is faithfulness to him. Uh, if this season has done anything, it has shaken the faithfulness of some. And it has solidified the faithfulness of others. I believe the Lord is scanning the earth and looking for those that are faithful. Looking for those that have kept their eye on him. That have kept their trust in him. 
The Bible says that will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. I don't know about you, but I have noticed that multiple times a day there are traps set in our path for our mind to go somewhere else but Jesus. But I've been working on training my mind to be on Jesus with every step I take. There's the noise of the world over here. There's the doubters over here. There's the naysayers over here. But all the while, I've kept my mind on Jesus. And no matter what is happening around me, I'm walking in peace every single day because my trust is in him. Hallelujah. 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 You know, it's easy to trust him when everything's going well. Amen. Right? Amen. Well, we're quick to give him a praise when the prayer is answered exactly the way we thought it should have been. We're quick to give him a shout when he comes through the way that we thought he should and would come through. Ah, but what about when things don't turn out the way we thought they should or the way they, we thought they would? Yeah. Mm. See, that is where my thankfulness is being tried. Every day when I make that list, I, I say, God, uh, these prayers over here, uh, they've been on this list a long time. Uh, a lot of them I feel like haven't been answered uh, or addressed uh, or things haven't turned out uh, the way that I've been praying for them to turn out. Uh, but Lord, uh, when I look at your word, uh, when I look at your faithfulness, uh, when I look uh, at your unchanging goodness uh, and mercy, uh, I can't help to be thankful uh, and keep my mind on you. Uh, Lord, even though uh, things don't always turn out the way that I hope uh, that they would. Uh, Lord, you are there uh, every day uh, giving me strength. Uh, you are there uh, every day uh, lifting me up. Uh, and I'm thankful for you today, Jesus. I believe the Lord is looking for that same commitment, that same faithfulness. That Elisha gave to Elijah. He said, I'm getting ready to leave. He said, I want you to stay here. There's some things going to happen. I need you to stay here. And Elisha said, no. He said, wherever you go, I'm going. So he follows the man of God. The man of God says, is there anything that you want from me before I go? He said, I want a double portion of your spirit. What have you been asking the Lord for? What petitions have you been lifting up to the Lord? I don't know about you, but... I've been praying for revival, for unprecedented revival this entire year. I said, Lord, if there's anything that can come out of this year, I believe it's revival. I believe it's a harvest that is greater than anything we've ever seen. 
Lord I believe it's the prophecies of old Lord I believe it's the prophecies of the prophets Lord that have gone on to be with the Lord God I believe that we can see some of the greatest outpourings of the Holy Ghost that we have ever seen before Jesus this is what I'm asking you for I'm asking you to allow me and my family Lord to keep our hands on the harvest to walk in your will to be a part of what you are doing in this end time hour God I don't want to sit on the sidelines and just watch miraculous things happen in my in my view but God I want to be right at the epicenter of what you're doing God I want to be there when the lame walk I want to be there when the dumb talk God, I want to be there when blind eyes are open I want to be there Lord when in church, entire churches and congregations Lord come to the revelation of Jesus name baptism and the infilling of the Holy Ghost God I want to be there when the church moves from addition to multiplication I want to be there for greater works than these shall you do that's what I've been asking the Lord for there's scriptures I have a list of scriptures that I pray every week praying the promises of God praying things that the Lord said would happen what have you been asking the Lord for Ah, been asking for your lost loved ones been asking for family members wayward sons and daughters been asking for peace and resolution in the home been praying and asking for miracles of healing for creative miracles there are petitions that people in this room have been lifting up to the Lord for a long time Mm. I feel great faith in this building right now Elijah looked at Elisha and he said you have asked a hard thing you have asked a hard thing and then the whirlwind happened you understand when you ask God something that situations begin to move when you begin to petition the Lord things begin to move in the atmosphere huh, to change the circumstances that you've been dealing with mm. you didn't hear me when you begin to petition the Lord the Lord begins to move and when the Lord begins to move, it's not like when I move through the room and there's just a little breeze behind me as I walk down this aisleway. No. When God moves, the Bible says that the clouds are the dust of his feet. When God begins to move on your behalf, don't you be surprised if a storm starts brewing in your life. Don't you be surprised if all of a sudden people seem to be displaced and things begin to be rearranged and chaos begins to 
break out in your environment. What is that? It's God beginning to move in your situation. That's God saying, hey, I hear the cries of my people. I'm ready to move on their behalf. I'm ready to change this and scoop this. I'm ready to move and answer. But what happens when a storm breaks out? I'll tell you my natural reaction. A storm breaks out and I immediately forgot everything that I just asked God to do. Yeah. And you know what I start doing? I start praying against the storm. I'm like, whoa, Lord, that's not exactly what I meant. What I meant was, I'd like for you to serve up this list of requests on a silver platter without any discomfort or displacement in my life. No, that wind, Lord, that's a little strong. Ah, this storm's making me a little uncomfortable. Mm. And I begin to get pushed outside of my comfort zone. And I begin to forget, hey, these are the prayers that I just prayed. Could it be that God is moving on my behalf right now? Mm. And then what do I do? I start focusing on the storm. And I take my eyes off the one that I was just petitioning. And I put my eyes upon the storm. And I say, man, that storm is raging. Look at that whirlwind. Look at all the debris. Yeah, boy, I was just praying for that family. I can't believe a storm erupted in their life. I was just praying about that situation. And all of a sudden, all I see is upheaval all around me. I'm like, God, did you even hear me? I didn't pray for you to make it worse. <sighs> you know what that is? That's my human understanding. Looking at the storm instead of looking at one. Elijah looked at Elisha and this is what he said. He said, listen, you've asked a hard thing. I hear your petition. I hear what you've asked me. Hear me now. This is what I hear the Lord saying to his church. I've heard your requests. I've heard your petitions. I hear the things that you have been lifting up before me and I'm getting ready to move on your behalf but when the whirlwind shows up keep your eyes on me keep your eyes on me I heard your cry I heard your prayers I saw your sacrifice when the whirlwind shows up don't look at the storm look at me because it's me moving on your behalf oh mighty God mighty God mighty God mighty God 
Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Said Elisha, if you can see me in the whirlwind, you're going to get exactly what you asked for. I feel the Lord charging us today. Church, hear me. If you can keep your eyes on Jesus in the middle of the whirlwind, he's going to come through on what you've been lifting up to him. He is the God of answer prayers. He is the faithful God which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments. Commandments. Ah. And that's why I'm thankful. Ah. Because the whirlwind doesn't change who he is. The whirlwind doesn't change the promises of God. I know that if I can see him in the whirlwind, I'm going to be all right. If he comes today or he comes a hundred years from now, if I can keep my eyes on him in the whirlwind, I will be with him one day. Yes. <coughs> Hallelujah. 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 Hmm. Ah, would you just lift your voice for just a moment? Come on, there's something breaking in the Holy Ghost right now. He he Come on, some of you walked in here with a heaviness in your spirit. The Lord is encouraging you right now. He's saying, come on, put it down. Stop looking at what's been weighing you down. And look at me this morning. I'm still God in the middle of your storm. He's God in the middle of that financial need. He's God in the middle of that need for healing. He's God in the midst of the turmoil that is broken out in your family. He's still God in the whirlwind. I know we're only a few weeks away from the new year. People have probably never looked forward to a new year more than they have this year. The Lord's been dealing with me about that very feeling these past few weeks. And he's been saying, listen to me, son. Don't you write off 2020 yet. He said, because I'm not done. There's still plenty of days on the calendar. And I am moving in this hour. Friend of mine, hear me right now. There are things that are yet to be gleaned out of 2020. That God is giving to those that will keep their eyes on him in the midst of the whirlwind. Don't get ahead of God. But keep your eyes on him today. 
because he's got something for you right in the midst of your storm this morning. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Seek me, seek my face. Do not look at your surroundings. I am the Lord God. I control heaven and earth. I am the king. You are my children. I am fighting for you. Continue to trust me. Do not fear what you see, for I am the almighty God. Uh-huh. Come on, can we just receive that word right now? Receive that word into your spirit this morning. The Lord is walking by our way to encourage us, to lift us up this morning. He's never left you or forsaken you. He's been with you in the darkest hour. Come on, he shall supply your every need. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is our healer. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider. That's where my thankfulness is this morning. It's in who he is. to saturate into your spirit let it begin to minister to you right at your point of need this morning 
the Lord has stepped into this place to minister, to equip, to encourage. He has seen you in everything you've been facing. The Lord's equipping us this morning. When Elisha picked up that man on the midst of the whirlwind, he got up and he went out and miracles immediately ensued. I believe the church is entering into a season of the miraculous. Lord's been dealing with me about this for months. And I believe God is equipping us to step into a season of miracles, the likes of which we've only read about. He's lifting our faith above the storm, above the trial, above the heaviness. I feel that cry of Paul this morning when he wrote to the Romans, For I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. I believe God's got spiritual gifts for us today. He I don't know what you came in here needing this morning, but I know Jesus is ready to minister to every need represented in this house right now. There's faith here to believe, and I'm expecting God to move. Gonna open up this altar here this morning. I'm gonna invite you to begin to make your way to the front. Whatever you need from the Lord, you can have it before you leave here today. If you've never been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, God wants to fill you with His Spirit before you leave here today. Never made your calling and election sure. If you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus, we can baptize you before you leave here today. Maybe you've been struggling with sin in your life. I, I want you to find an altar of repentance today. Come on, he's drawing attention to himself this morning and he's telling us, look at me, not at the storm. Look at me, not at the whirlwind. Keep your eyes on me because there's something I want to give to you right in the eye of the storm. Come on, that's the refreshing of the Lord. That's the refreshing of the Lord. That's that fresh strength, that fresh anointing. That fresh touch. That's the strength of the Lord upholding you. That's the faith of the Lord stirring you. That's the unchanging word moving on you today. Oh, 
Hallelujah, hallelujah.